When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pick and Roll, the NBA betting show that goes live every weekday morning right here on the board YouTube channel, the Hammers NBA content division. And on the show today, we have three official free picks for the viewers to consider tailing after we had the winning play from yesterday. But we'll recap that play a little bit later on how the show works. We'll go through the free picks, decide if you want to tail them or you can wait. Pips will go through each play individually after the fact to give you the handicap on those plays before we go through the recap of the previous day's plays and any discussion topics of the trending news around the NBA. And certainly some trending news to talk about on the show today with Adrian Griffin possibly getting replaced by Doc Rivers. Actually, I don't know if that's been made official yet, but it seems like it's pretty much everything but official on that one. But nonetheless, thanks for joining everybody. Hit the like button if you're ready to see the picks and subscribe to the channel. Keep up to date with all the content that we have on the way for you guys on the channel every week, as I said, plus the additional Thursday show, as I also mentioned. One last check on these picks here to make sure we are all ready to go. So let's get into the free picks. First of all, in the Hornets game, we're to go back to Jalen Duran, and we're going to his over on PRA here, over 27 and a half, minus 125, available at Caesars Sportsbook. The second play that we have here is going to the Wolves and the Wizards game. This minus 120 SGP at BetMGM is best in market that we have available to us. Not a bit, it is not better at the ESPN at ESPN bet. So make sure you're playing it here. We're going to go to Carl Anthony Towns over 20 and a half points and the Minnesota Timberwolves alternate spread at minus three and a half. Let's go to our next play here. And the final play for the day, it is Jarrett Allen over 14 and a half points in the Cavaliers and Bucks game. Let's go to Pips for the first pick here. Uh, sorry, I'm probably having some microphone issues. Apologies if that's the case, but let's go to Pips here for the first pick. Let him take it away here on Jalen Duran. So Kay is probably back tonight. Uh, and if you take a look at Jalen Duran with Kate playing, he's over this line in 13 out of 17 games this season which is huge, uh, 76% clear rate on this line. And, of course, in the games where he played over 24 minutes and he should get 30-plus minutes tonight, uh, Hornets are the best matchup, in the second best matchup in the league after uh, Washington Wizards. The Hornets allow second most points, rebounds, and assists combined to opposing bigs. Uh, also, there could be uh, without Nick Richards tonight and if they play PG Washington at five, he is not great defending there and he's lost out in space and he's not great rebounder. So Duran could share, could have even the even better matchup if Nick Richards is out and he's questionable. Similar matchup to this one was Wizards as they allow almost similar numbers to opposing big, slightly more to opposing centers. And Duran played them last week and had. 43 PRIs in, in, in that game. 
Also, early into the season, he played the Hornets with Mark Williams, who is one of the best defensive bigs in the league. And even when Williams was playing against the Hornets, uh, Durant had uh, 34 PRIs against the Hornets. So everything works well for this one. I think this line is a bit uh, pulled back with Kate being back, while they're not, his numbers with Kate are better than when he is not playing. So that, that, that doesn't make any sense. And yeah, he had two straight unders against the box. But yeah, he shot five for 14 or 13 against the Brook Lopez inside when Duran is mostly finishing at the rim. That's actually a very difficult matchup for him. Also on the other end, uh, Brook Lopez was pulling him out from the rim and he got in foul trouble against Giannis. So the last two unders were kind of a difficult matchup and expected. So we got a better line here. So I'm going with this. Okay, great stuff on the first play there. Let's move to the second play. One thing I should have mentioned when we gave out the picks that you can get a slightly better price on Jared Allen at Bet Rivers and all can be books. So if you have access to that, play the minus 110 instead of minus 115. But for our second play, we're going to Carl Anthony Towns on the over 20 and a half points at the Wolves alternate spread at minus three and a half. Uh, we don't need 62 from Cat. We just need 21. So hopefully he can follow up that outrageous performance with another one here we'll follow up the first three quarters and not play hero ball the entire game but anyways let's go to pips for the handicap on this play here yeah the, these are one of the best matchups in the league when it comes to the defending uh power forwards or bigs because they don't double and they just let them score inside on them which is which is kind of the best thing uh, uh towns do uh, they, they allowed the most points to opposing centers. He's playing at the five so minutes. They allowed the fifth, fifth most points to the uh, to the power forwards. So if you take a look at the scoring wise, uh, Towns is scoring most of his points actually inside uh, the restricted area. Thirty-five percent of his points and Wizards are dead last uh, in defending those. They allowed the most points at the rim. In the entire league, they allowed the sec uh, the eight most points from the paint non-restricted area. Town scores 25% of his points there, and he got so insanely hot from from three-point line last game. I think it will continue yeah. throughout a couple of games probably. And these are just a great matchup. So every big like Randall, Siakam, any any, any big that usually drives to the rim and scores from the inside. Or gets to the free throw line, does su super well against the Wizards, and I can see Towns doing exactly the same. He usually struggles when team uh, set their defense to defend him, like double teams uh, collapsing on his drives, uh, being very very close to him, and he struggles in those. But with the way Wizards are defending, this is a perfect matchup for for Towns actually. And yeah. Uh, I watched some some stuff from the Wolves lately, uh, interviews after that game. I don't think they allow another breakdown like they did against the Hornets in the last game. In Wizards, man, they lost against Pistons and Spurs at home by four or more. Yeah, I think uh, they are scoring and winning against the best defense in the league. Yeah, the... the um... 
This is a real motivation game for the Timberwolves. Chris Finch had some extremely choice words for their performance. Uh, Timberwolves head coach Chris Finch called their performance. I believe the direct word was disgusting. (laughs) So I think a lot of that was Cat Hero Ball in the fourth, trying to pad his stats. I can see why, but at a certain point, yeah, you have to win the basketball game, and they did not do that against an inferior opposition. I would say only way you can lose to Wizards if you go into this game like okay this is an easy win we'll just yeah. play ourselves and we know both they're not I'm, doing that. Ain't going to, I ain't going to do that so that's yeah. why i'm so, going with this so hopefully cat as well can come through for his point line let's go to the third play here and we are going to the cavaliers and the bucks i'll fix up the graphic here the Cavs are playing in milwaukee milwaukee coming off of firing head coach adrian griffin but One thing that has gone a little bit under the radar is that the Cavs have won, I believe it is now eight games in a row without Garland or Mobley in action. They have been quite sensational. And uh, Jared Allen is part of the reason why they've been good. And we're hoping to find an over 14 and a half here. Minus 115 at Fando, minus 110 at Camby Books, such as Bet Rivers and Sugarhouse. Pips, take it away on the Allen handicap. I, I would like to come back actually after the, the my handicap to talk a bit about cars because I think it's a very 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 interesting spot. Uh, but uh, the thing about Jared Allen, probably most people don't know about this. It will be surprising, but if we exclude out uh, uh, rim uh, shooting, so three feet away from the rim, Jared Allen is shooting. So the, those are hook shots and mid-range shots, short mid-range, long mid-range, all combined outside of the restricted area. So three feet away from the rim. Jared Allen is taking 33% of his shots outside and shooting 58% of them, which is Very impressive. kind of giant killer and stuff, floaters and mid-range shot. And that's exactly how you want to play against Brooke Lopez and his deep drop coverage. I honestly don't think mo- much changed in the first game without Griffin tonight. I don't think it changed. So if you take a look at Jared Allen, they played Bucks two times over the last three weeks. First game of the season, he scored 30 points. He, he was 15 from 17 from the field. Mostly those floaters, hook shots, and mid-range shots. 15 from 17 from 30 points in the first game. Second game, someone expected any adjustment. We didn't see any. He played only 25 minutes because it was 40-point blowout. Scored 21 (laughs) points in the second game, only in 25 minutes. Shot 9 from 15. Also, mid-range stuff, hook shots. Insane stuff. So yeah, if they decide to make any adjustment, it will be to stop Donovan Mitchell in this game. That's how I see it. And and with Jared Allen having so much success, especially without Mobley and Garland, he averaged I think close to 18 points a game without those two, uh, without playing any minutes like 24, 25, 30. He averaged almost 18 points and now gets super positive matchup. I think going back to Jared Allen is a, is a, is a great, great uh, bet in this game. All right. So there we have on those three plays for today. Did you mention you wanted to add in something on, on the Cavaliers? Yeah. I mean, 
I saw so many discussions about this. Like, is this Jared uh, uh, Evan Mobley problem? Is he, is he not a great player? I honestly think it's a shooting problem when they have Jared Allen and Okoro and uh, Mobley on the court. They are three non-shooters and they are easy to defend. Now they have Wade at four, 40% shooting this season. Now they can have uh, Okoro on the court because they have Mitchell. They have Struz, they have Laver, they have Way, they have fucking yeah. insane Merrill guy that can just rock, yeah. rock stuff out of the bench. They have Niang. Shooting is not a problem anymore because the mobile is not there. And when Mobley and Allen play, they are still poor at point of attack defense because Akoro can't play with them. So yeah, I think uh, this team now has three great shooters at all time on the court, and they still have great inside interior defense. And honestly, their pick and roll defense is probably the best you can play in the entire league, and they are winning games only because, mostly because of their great defense. They just play ice pick and roll defense with hedge on, on the screens. They are moving the ball from the their players, and they rotate, and they do great. Like, the, this game, uh, when they blown out Bucks, it was insane too much. Like, they had Lillard, they have Middleton, they have Brook Lopez, and they were unable to score, unable to even get a good look out, out, out of it. It was insane how well they defended. And, yeah, I think I, I'm a huge fan of what I've seen so far from, from the Cubs the last couple of weeks. I think that at some point, and we've been saying this for a while now, at some point they're going to have to have a serious conversation about whether or not Mobley and Allen can be on this team together long-term. Uh, I think that this run of games here, as impressive as it is, is kind of reaffirming that sort of stance that we've had in the past. So uh, maybe some difficult decisions on the horizon for the Cavaliers team. But a difficult decision was made by a team yesterday, the Milwaukee Bucks, despite being second in the NBA in offense, second in the Eastern Conference, 30 wins, 13 losses on the season. They have decided to fire head coach Adrian Griffin. Bit of a not-so-shocking decision, to be honest, after the, after reports of kind of turmoil between the players and the coach. But overall, still a little bit surprising. But perhaps what is even more surprising, <laughs> Adrian Griffin is set to be replaced by Doc Rivers. Okay. We want to talk about Doc Rivers here, but first of all, Pips, uh, do you think that the decision to fire Agent Griffin this early was harsh, and do you think he should have been given more time? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a bit harsh, but I, I can see why they did it, but when they decide to go to Doc Rivers, I'm kind of left confused. So, yeah, I don't think... Uh, I think... Uh, Griffin didn't do a great job, but he had so many issues on this team. Like, offense was great. They were second in the league. Defense, you had Damian Lillard, Malik Beasley, and Chris Middleton. And at this point, Chris Middleton is negative on defense. Malik Beasley, huge negative on defense. Damian Lillard, huge negative on defense. So your backcourt defense is zero out of three for any decent defensive player. And they were getting killed by the backcourt. And that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think like 90% of coaches could solve that problem. 
and Doc Rivers is certainly not in those five ten percent that could uh, make this work. And yeah, I think I don't understand if they got rid of the Griffin and some great coach was available and they improve, they get the problem solver because I think this team just needs a problem solver. We have a huge problem with defend backward defense. You need a, some creative coach that that will make this guy work. And I don't see Doc Rivers being that coach. So that's why I'm confused. Yeah. That's yeah. It. I, I really... I, anybody in the chat, please give us your thoughts on Doc Rivers replacing Adrian Griffin. I, I agree with your sentiments that I can see why they fired him. I still think it's a little bit harsh, especially Adrian Griffin came from Raptors assistant coach. So obviously a bit more of a soft spot for me. Has spent over a decade as an NBA assistant, consistently being said that he'll get his head coaching shot one day. 43 games into his head coaching shot with a 30 and 13 record, he's replaced. I kind of respect the Bucks for understanding that the championship window is shrinking. So they admit they think they got it wrong and they're willing to to own up to that, own up to themselves for that. So I think I would kind of respect that. But as far as the Doc Rivers hire, I how many times does Doc Rivers need to prove us that he is not that good of a head coach for him to no longer get shots like this? Because like the Clippers fire him, gets a job with the Sixers, struggles there to go far in the playoffs. Now he gets a job with the Milwaukee Bucks. It it it's uh, perplexing. I I don't know. I have no idea, and I don't know how they think Doc Rivers will fix this. I will say this: if you need your team to win fifty games in the regular season with a good roster. Doc Rivers is a good coach to go save, but, but the Bucks were, were on pace to win almost 60%, 60 games, 55 games this season, even with Griffin as the, as the coach. And Doc Rivers is known to, to, for fail, failure in the playoffs for so many seasons. Spore very slow at making adjustment. Yeah, very that's the thing. That's just the thing. Poor adjustment. And this team only needs those playoff adjustments. Makes no sense. Yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, if you're a Bucks fader, and if you don't like the Bucks, this is good. If you have Bucks team total unders this season, I don't think this is very good. I think I agree with Pips that uh, they I should turn out win still. Go ahead. I, I love Giannis. I love Damian Lillard. And I, I, it sucks to see them not winning a chip over the next couple of years because if Doc Rivers is there... I don't see them as winning the chip. This thing has potential to win the chip, but I don't see it with Dark Rivers. Oh man, I want I want a Sixers Bucks series so bad. If we can get this second round matchup, Doc Rivers against the Sixers, against Nick Nurse, who will actually make on the fly adjustments. Like Nick Nurse is not a game to game adjustment guy. He is a play to play adjustment guy, and I think that against Doc Rivers, that'll be. That'll be very fun to watch, that series. Just yeah. every narrative on the line there. But it, it's still confusing. <laughs> I don't know. It's still confusing. And uh, I hope Adrian... I wish the best for, for Adrian Griffin, for the Bucks. I don't know. I don't know how the players feel about this stuff, uh, honestly. This is... this is. Do they do they think this is good? Because it seemed like the players didn't like Adrian Griffin. Do they think this is a good hire? Because I can't really see how they'd be amped up about this decision but we shall see we shall see when we get to the playoffs how this looks uh all right we skipped the recap let's go back to the recap here we had one play yesterday on the show 
and it was a winning play. We had the under on Anthony Simons ends up getting 17 points. We had under 23 and a half, so all good there. And we had the over 24 and a half at Shea Gills Alexander. He had 33 points. Now, we're very thankful this game did not go to overtime, which had a possibility of costing the bet. But in the end, we got, I think it was J-Dub at the end of the game who came through for us um, and got us no overtime. So, Pips, a winner on the pick. You want to break down the from your handicap of everything went, as to, went to plan for this one? Yeah, this everything went exactly how I drew it. Uh, Simon scored only via threes, so he scored four threes uh, and did nothing besides it. That's how I saw it. And the threes were step back threes over from like thirty feet away from the rim. Uh, from the rim, so yeah, he made those, and that's it. Uh, Shea cleared in the third quarter. If it, it was a blowout. He will still be a winner, maybe even more easily a winner because Simon scored eight points in the last three minutes of the game. It's, this will be a no sweat winner. If I mean it was no sweat winner even this way, I don't think he will cover even if blow out, uh, overtime was was there. But yeah, I mean, great defense on Simon's. Uh, actually, Shea did he didn't have a great game. Uh, he was very below his efficiency, but still click like cleared in the third three quarters. So nice and easy there. A good win. It's a winning week so far. Some comments here to go to. Badger Boy says that uh, they're a huge Simmons fan and they're going to miss Doc on the podcast. Doc Rivers also uh, on media teams in general. I wonder if uh, Mark Jackson and uh, Pips mentioned Jeff Van Gundy yesterday. Perhaps they will return to the booth at some point. I don't think so, but we'll see who does replace him if anybody does. And uh, Alan here says that it seems like Giannis wanted Griffin to be relieved of his duties. It's being spun that it's not it, – it, it's hard. It's very hard to look at this situation to say that players like Giannis and Dame played no part in it. That's that's what I'd say. Do you kind of agree, Pips? Yeah, for sure. Probably more on Dame than on, on Giannis, I would say. Yeah. Um, the Dame stuff coming out doesn't look tremendous there. But, hey, maybe, maybe Doc Rivers can sort it out. Uh, winner one doesn't seem to think that this is a, a really great hire as well. But that will do it for the show today. We've had a lot of news to cover the last two days. So uh, it's been some interesting shows. Hopefully you have enjoyed. If you have, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe for more content right here on the board YouTube channel. Weekday shows every single morning. All right. Let's get to the recap of the plays that have been given out by Pips for today. In the first play, Hornets visiting the Pistons is going to be Jalen Duran over 27.5 PRA, minus 125 at Caesars. The second play is in the Wolves and Wizards game for minus 120 at BetMGM. It's going to be Cat over 20.5 points and the Wolves alternate spread at minus 3.5. In the third play, it is in the Cavs and Bucks game. We're going to go Jared Allen over 14.5 points for minus 115 odds at FanDuel. Uh, one comment I wanted to bring up before we wrap up here. Alan says it seems crazy to fire a coach who is 30 and 13. Uh, last team to fire a coach who was doing this well was the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2016. They fired, uh, I think his name's David Blatt, when they were 30 and 11. They fired him, hired Ty Lue, and went on to win the NBA championship. So the last time a team did this, they won the chip. So maybe it's not as crazy as we kind of think it is. But nonetheless, thanks again, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll. And uh, thanks so much for watching.